I can't describe the way I've been feeling Everything all turned around inside my head Hey, where's Jesus? Nobody's seen him for a while. All of a sudden, the joyful journey home for Mary and Joseph becomes a frantic search for their son. It's not possible that he stayed back in Jerusalem, is it? Waited on the fig trees to spread their lovely leaves to no Well, throughout uh, this Advent into uh, Christmas this season, our theme has been uh, close to home. Uh, each each of these uh, worship. Uh, experiences. When something hits close to home, we know that it affects us deeply. And during Advent and Christmas, we've journeyed through scriptures and rituals that are tender and heavy with emotion and vulnerable. We carry the memories and truths of this season close to our hearts. Close to home acknowledges the already, but not yet nature, the tension that's part of our, our faith. Emmanuel, we know, is God with us. And yet God's promised day of redemption, our everlasting home, is not yet fully realized. So this theme has named our deep longing for God to come close to us, close to home. We've experienced that. The Advent and Christmas scriptures are rich with metaphors dealing with home. And imagery, John the Baptist prophesies about the one who is to come, but reminds us that we are, we are still wandering far from God's promised day. His message hits close to home, especially for those experiencing uh, inequity and oppression out there in the wilderness. After receiving the angel's news, Mary retreats to Elizabeth's home, seeking refuge there and safety among family. Christ is born in the midst of a journey home, in a crowded dwelling amidst livestock and shepherds. And the Magi will travel far from home to pay homage to the Christ, and having been warmed in a, in a dream, they will travel home by another way. In all these scriptures, home is both a physical and a metaphorical place, something we seek and something we are called upon to build. Ultimately, God is our home and our resting place. And God draws near and makes a home on earth. Uh, sacred ground is, is all around. This morning, we get really a, a rare glimpse into a scene in the life of the Holy Family. We know that the Gospels uh, give us very little information about the lives of Mary and Joseph and even Jesus between the time of his birth and really the beginning of his public ministry after his baptism by John in the Jordan. And we know that this wasn't your average family, right? They, they followed the guidance of, of visions and, and were visited by angels. So it is at the same time this epic story of wonders and danger and miracles while also being ordinary. 
the closeness, the love and care of a young family. Today, Luke tells us how Mary and Joseph lost track of Jesus altogether. One of those times in between. Jesus is 12 years old. They're traveling back from Jerusalem after the festival of the Passover. So after the festival, Luke tells us that Mary and Joseph are headed home down that well-worn road to the Jordan Valley. But somehow Jesus stays behind in Jerusalem at just 12 years old. Years later, we'll remember Jesus will tell a story. Uh, we know it as the Good Samaritan. Uh, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, he, he, he tells the story. And he fell among thieves. Well, G- Jesus told that story that way because he was so familiar with this road. That Roman road that headed east out of Jerusalem, crossed the Kidron Valley, went over the Mount of Olives, around the village of Bethany, where he had friends and family, and along the south side of the ravine called the Wadi Kelt. Well, on the day we're looking at, this first Sunday after Christmas, this road was crowded with thousands of pilgrims um, heading home after the holidays. They were on their way to the Jordan Valley or Galilee or even further to Syria or, or Persia, maybe. And so you can, we can imagine it. We can see it. Um, family and friends traveling, talking, singing, um, um, eating along the way, laughing together, much like hopefully so many of us have experienced uh, our own gatherings during this Christmas. For them, it was probably a delightful interruption of the rough and rugged life and routine. How delightful is your dwelling place, O Lord. That's one of the songs they, they would sing along the way. And then this question, hey, where's Jesus? Nobody's seen him for a while. All of a sudden, the joyful journey home for Mary and Joseph becomes a frantic search for their son. It's not possible that he stayed back in Jerusalem, is it? Maybe he started the journey home, but then he turned around and went back? Or is he somewhere in the crowd with other family members? Maybe when he saw his parents packing up and heading out, Jesus just hid somewhere and snuck out and darted away when he got the chance. You know, he was a 12-year-old. According to... Luke, life in the Holy Family apparently settled down for a while. Uh, And Jesus grew in wisdom and years and in human divine favor. Maybe for a stretch their life was even peaceful. We don't know for sure. Maybe their days had become like ours a little bit, you know, basic economic realities, raising kids, dealing with inquiries and illness and family and community. Well, eventually they find Jesus and he's back at the temple and he's listening and, and, he's, and he's teaching. He's, he's, he's wrestling with the, with the faith. You know, and here we are just on the other side of Christmas, but it's not yet the new year. It's an in-between time for us as well. It's... Um, it's time when we hear the story of an in-between time in the life of Jesus each year. I don't know, maybe some of you can remember 
being 12, and some of you listening right now are 12 or about to be 12, or recently have been 12. For some of us, it's a long time ago. 12, I think we'll all agree, is in fact an in-between time. When Jesus was 12, he and his parents went to Jerusalem. They did that every year for the Passover. Maybe you've also noticed that 12 is one of those special Bible numbers, right? 12 sons of Jacob, 12 tribes of Israel, 12 disciples. When Jesus fed the 5,000, there were 12 baskets left over. There are others. 12 years old and Jesus is on the lamb. As you and I begin to transition out of the Christmas season and, and toward the new year and back to our, our daily lives as we prepare to move, move out of one year and, and into another, we also want to find Jesus. We want to find him in the midst of our everyday lives of transporting kids around or working or caring for loved ones. These in-between times can be filled with joy or even sadness or anxiety or great hope or some mix of all of it together. Christmas Day has now come and gone. The new year is about to begin and we need to find Jesus. And we need to know that he walks with us into a new year into our everyday lives, no matter what our future brings. So, if we're looking some, for some good advice as we, as we turn ourselves toward this new year, I suppose it would be hard to beat the words uh, that Brent read of St. Paul's to the people of faith in, in Colossia in this passage from Colossians. So, as we find ourselves in this in-between time, with the echoes of Christmas just behind us, but still in the midst of this celebration, as we look for the celebration of a new year, and we wonder what will this new year bring? Can we make our way from this one place to the next, knowing that Jesus is truly present with us each step of the way? then these words from Paul are just some of the richest, most beautiful. And I think if we just listen carefully and read them again after we get home, uh, they, can, they can make sure that we stay close to Jesus during this in-between time. Listen finally to these words again. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another. And if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom and with gratitude in your hearts. Sing psalms, hymns, 
and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do, in word, in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And so he does walk with us. Can you imagine all the weight of all of the world, yet no one welcomes you in? As you leave this service, your service begins. Comfort the homesick, open your doors to others, seek sanctuary. Be brave enough to go home by another way, and remember that here in God's house, all are welcome, all are home. In the name of our foundation, God, Spirit, and Son, go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. How are we ever alone? Where